and we're back. See, that's how easy it is. You know, it's so hard to find that that split in the edit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hmm. um, so what I do, I don't know if anybody else notices, but I create chapter lists based on our conversation. So after this, I go back and every time we change subjects, I create a witty comment about the mm-hmm. change and then maybe another witty comment about where it ended before we switch to another comment <laughs> and you yeah. can find you can find our discussion about russia and ukraine on youtube by the way with chapters and it automatically creates chapters so you can just click through and mm-hmm. enjoy that which is kind of cool and um yeah what did you think of the state of the union we're gonna breeze past that really quick because uh, that's that's like two weeks old by now but <laughs> it's time now for something positive we might be headed to the promised land the promised of speaking land, the truth the land, and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience because that is how it works. This is the beginning. It is not the finale. And that's why we're here. And that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. You know, the State of the Union address, uh, basically my thought on the matter was it happened and there were some salient points and then it turned into the cheerleader conference that it normally is. Hmm. And, you know, it's one of my biggest problems with the State of the Union address is, is that there is no president who's going to step up on that on that podium and be like, yo, shit's fucked. Right. Why? Because the moment that any president does that, our markets tank, guaranteed. Oh sure. And so and so, like you know, COVID was a shits fucked situation. Um, the war with you know between Russia and Ukraine, shits fucked. You know, and you know the State of the Union is precarious. Like that's the real answer. Sure. You have you have one set of states that are looking to strip people of their rights. You have another set of states that are looking for absolute government control, mm-hmm. and and it's just all over the place. It's it's the state of the union is is like, yeah, we're still here. That's pretty much where I put it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've avoided this this statement because I don't want to insult you in any way. But states' rights is really taking a hit as a theory. You know what I mean? <sighs> like it is. It's not going real well right now. <laughs> well, and that's yeah, and 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 that's always the problem with any type of any type of rights. It doesn't matter Power, if it's states' right. rights. It doesn't matter if you're looking at rights between different countries. Right. <clears throat> somebody's always trying to get the advantage. That's well, it. somebody's always trying to. Somebody's always trying to interject their own personal politics into it, and that's mm. and that's the problem. Is is that you know when it comes to partisanship somebody always tries to interject their own personal feelings or beliefs yeah. or religions or lack of or whatever to hurt their opponent which hurts all of us at the same time right and so you know it doesn't surprise me that when you have people who see themselves as you know these devout christians that are going to you know uphold the religious rule of law and it's like oh fuck off oh my god jeffrey i saw a tiktok and it, it, I thought of you instantly, and you're going to wonder why. It was a, it was a girl in front of a Trump 2024 flag, and the headline under it said "Fuck your feelings," <laughs> and it immediately made me think of, wow, these snowflakes just don't understand their own hypocrisy. So mm-hmm. Biden, Biden announced ARPA. And I only remember that because of DARPA. DARPA is mm-hmm. what creates military advantages for us. And ARPA is going to be a medical version of that. And I was wondering what was going to happen to Operation Warp Speed now. You know, like, could we keep funding that and then aim that directly at illnesses and solve them? Operate, you know, like, like any operation, um, operations are meant to be a timeline based or goal based target. Right. And so, you know, like, for example, you know, to give you some great examples of what happens when you extend an operation, 
um, you either oh. look like Vietnam or you look Afghanistan. like Afghanistan and Iraq <laughs> or you look like <laughs> Ukraine. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> the thing is, is that, you know, if you're going to have a program that's meant for strategic, you know, health and medical needs based mm-hmm. on pandemics or you know what what may have you well arpa is going to be alzheimer's cancer and diabetes hearing those three in the next 50 years and and to me like uh, to me what that looks like or what that means is is that you know you need to have a program that is going to be flexible enough that you can define what they're going to be taking on right you're not going but but it's not it's not going to be something that once it meets its goal that that's the end of it right like so for example i think cancer i think you know diabetes i think um alzheimer's those are great right those are great targets and i think that those are absolutely fantastic but you know i think this is one of those programs where it's like you know, this, this would be one where, you know, once like, for example, you know, we would, we would look at what's, what to prioritize any in any given year or any given, you know, presidential term, for example. Right. And, and so like for right now, the, the, you know, the primary, the primary focus has been COVID. And once we move off of that, it's like, okay, well, what can we work on next? That's what I want to know. What can we hyper-focus this on? Like, I have macular degeneration, right? I'm in remission, but boom, let's cure star guards. Let's cure arthritis. Let's, let's point and focus this entire resource that we did to fix COVID and say, let's try and fix something so tiny, you know? And that's, and I think that's, this is one of those things where there has, as long as there's a fundamental shift in how we treat and deal with health, that this will be an absolutely fantastic thing. So for example, you know, we, we talk a lot about preventative maintenance. Okay, well, there's only so much you can do to prevent cancer. There's only right. so much you can do to prevent Alzheimer's or, or diabetes, for example. But how do you actually treat it? How do you actually get to the point where you can take on the disease? You know, thanks to thanks to all of the funding that got put in place to fight COVID, you've got a bunch of organizations who are taking on a bunch of different diseases that affect, you know, a lot of the U S population. You've got, you know, they're, they're working on Lyme disease. They're working on oh, um, sure. breast cancer, prostate cancer. They're all over the leukemia, place. HIV, um, uh, herpes, for example. That's I know that's one that they're working on. And yeah. to me, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Like being able to take some of these viruses that we have never been able to, you know, hepatitis, really, right yeah some of these viruses that we've never been able to really fight right and give us a chance to actually fight them you know right. it's, it's great or or cancer for example figuring out how you know we can train the immune system to notice you know a change in cells to go after you know and fight yeah. specific diseases it's absolutely starving fantastic. them of oxygen that's such a great idea you know what i mean like right but I, I was wondering, like, should warp speed die or should it just become something like ARPA or be folded into ARPA where there's something that just spends the resources on one easy, like what we're talking about, these are three of the major things that people suffer from, right? But what if we went to the other end? What if we clicked the list and went to the disease that's only affecting 10 people a year and knocked it out? And then went up the ladder as people are going down. What if we had a something that just took care of the, the low hanging fruit that we could solve, you know? Well, that's, and, and that's the question is, is it really low hanging fruit? And I think that's one of the things you have to actually think about. It is you for know, some, for people suffering like Devi and their condition to the, um, my friend Luna who suffers from other things and Katie who suffers from smell disorders. It's, it's serious to them, but it could be hanging fruit to other people, you know, it's well, and that's the thing is, is that what you're relying on is, is that because there's so few numbers that it's low hanging fruit. And the reality is, is is that if you have zero knowledge of what's causing the system, you know, you're 10 years out of trying to figure out yeah, where you're going point. to find that. And How so are you going to study it? If there's only 10 people with it. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, and that's, and that's the thing is it's not like, it's not like, you know, say COVID where we had, you know, you right. have this base foundation of disease and then you get a variant. It's like, okay, you know, 99% right. of what we know was going to carry over. 
Whereas in some of these other cases, we might not know anything about it whatsoever. Mm. And so trying to figure out and find out how we're going to fight and treat that, it's like, I get it. You know, there might only be 10 people that have this disease, but if you yeah. have absolutely zero knowledge of what causes it or how, that's a lot of unknowns in order to, tr in order to dump a bunch of funding in to try and find yeah, out something. Whereas, you know, with some of these other things like cancer, like Alzheimer's, like any number of other things, we have a lot of base knowledge already. We're probably like 60 to 80% of the way there. Yeah. But by that additional funding, we're able to knock out a huge chunk of needs and, and, Ooh, and I like get a bunch of knowledge in order to take that out. Pop off and, the and, research so people can move on to these other things. I like that. And exactly. And, and that's where, you know, when you look at where the money is going, <clears throat> if Ooh. you have a bunch of money that's going towards cancer treatment, cancer research, and cancer this, and cancer that, and cancer, and cancer, cancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you finally figure out how to beat cancer, all of that money that's already being dumped into cancer from all of these other places mm -hmm. will be able to be shifted to other priorities, period, end of story. Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you shift a bunch of money towards something that we have nothing, we're still dealing with cancer or Alzheimer's or any number of diseases that mm. we do know a lot about already. And so that's, 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 it's, it, it's, I like the idea, but unless it was something like, oh, hey, this is a bacteria that's causing that we can figure out how to fight a bacteria. Boom. Right. But like genetic disorders are always really tough to figure out, you know, mm, but we're on a new prefaces for that with this MNRA possibilities you know and i like potentially that. like sickle yeah. cell sickle cell is almost a thing of the past thanks to dna replacement therapy you yeah, know what exactly it's mean? so that's, cool and 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 that's just you know as the technology as the technology expands and as mm -hmm. the technology improves there's going to be a lot of these things that we're going to be able to take on and potentially yeah. you know either lessen or cure and that's fantastic but it's still you know 15 20 years out some of them some of them are right here right like some of them like there's, like there's HIV the is in its first round tests but the protein that like the hiv suitcase actually fits a protein that will eat the protein that fills the brain and causes dementia or alzheimer's like these these are right around the corner i think that's really mm -hmm. exciting so i kind of like the idea i like the idea of having uh instead of investing militarily like that like we were talking about if we're at peace we don't need this military budget if we could move that into medical research because i think i think america is a research powerhouse i think that's what we should be known for advancements in everything that's what we are we're a collection of the best and brightest we have the best and brightest schools we should work with our allies around the world to bring them here and create things like that so i like our i don't i don't disagree with that and you know it's it's absolutely fantastic that yeah. you know, you've had this level of funding and you've had this ability to dig into some of these major problems like i'm right. stoked for the fact that you know we're you know we've cured what the fourth person of hiv and we're testing a vaccine to see mm -hmm. how that's going to like that in and of itself is fantastic. Yeah. You know, and especially like if what we can end up doing is do something like monoclonal antibodies, like what we did for uh, coronavirus, right. create monoclonal antibodies that then fight HIV, that would in and of itself would be wild and fantastic. Right. I think that's so cool that we're doing that. And what we're not doing is we're not stealing the scientists like we used to. All of our advancements were from Russian scientists or German scientists, right? So right. I think we got to reach out right now to Russian scientists and say, hey, some of the breast and breast, some, some of, of the, the best, breast, some of the best and brightest minds <laughs> in Russia developing technologies under uh, fear of oppression and death. Come here, live in democracy. You can create some amazing things that will benefit the world and it won't be used for evil <laughs> you can, know we, what I mean? can we just say that when they finally come up with the breast cancer vaccine can the slogan be it's the tits it's the tits shit's the tits <laughs> it's the tits <laughs> the, the breast cancer vaccine it's the tits right i just think that we're all fighting for funding like the breast cancer people, the prostate cancer people, the lung cancer people, um, St. Jude's, like we're all fighting for funding and I, that kind of sucks. It kind of splits all of the funding. All these people want to donate. I want to donate to St. Jude's because they helped me, but I don't donate to, I don't even know, Susan G. Komen. Wow, I got that one, you know, and it's like, let's just focus. 
let's just focus that ray on solutions. All right. And that's, and I think that's where the, that's where we have a fantastic ability to, you know, like, like our base understanding of cancer is improving. And yeah. as we learn, like, you know, how these different cancers work, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, 90% oh, oh, will oh. have 90% of the knowledge. And then it's just the additional 10% for figuring out each yeah. of these different, you know, variants of cancer, essentially. And it'll come down to a vaccine. Yeah, exactly. And that's, <clears throat> and that's what it boils down to is, is that, you know, because of the investment in technology, you're going to see a technological leap forward yeah. in treating a lot of this stuff. And, and, you know, what might have taken us another 10 or 15 years might only take us five now, just right. because we've had that great technological leap forward. And once our, our time is done with having to fuck around with COVID, you're going to have a lot more space mm -hmm. in order to take on some of this stuff. You know, this one yeah. was one of those ones where it got a lot of people sick. It fucked over our hospitals. It killed yeah. a lot of people and we had to address it now. Now it's time to move on to the, you know, what now we're getting close to the point where we can move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there was bubonic plague that took out millions, you know, <laughs> there was the Spanish flu that took out millions. History will see COVID as that, you know, as just that destruction of life. It's like a balancing of life that happens. And I hate it. Every hundred years, people, millions of people are going to die. So get ready. 3000. You know? <laughs> Every no um, more like. 2100 20 yeah okay yeah every hundred years every hundred Cause, I'm, cause I'm, I'm, I'm bad at math I'm i don't know what we had uh, smallpox smallpox oh we had polio and polio didn't right. really kill a whole lot of people mm -mm. but it really did uh smallpox was pretty fucking gnarly smallpox yeah. that one royally got people and, and then just the bubonic watching. plague had you know like three different waves that went through yeah. europe but that decimated Romania. So when you were talking about Romania in the last episode, I was like, oh man, because yeah. And that just sprung up their witches. Now Romania is full of witches trying to defend themselves from a plague that's been gone for a hundred years, you know? fucking romania i want to go there so bad <laughs> romania would be a wild trip like, yeah. I really just, like i really just want to spend like three months in europe and go yeah. visit all of these places <sighs> dreams oh, yeah so biden did bring up something that was important to me and it was the 23 million americans that are in treatment right now for drug abuse and mm -hmm. how he wants to help that and acknowledge that because he believes in he believes in it he believes in uh, substance abuse prevention, unlike Easy. Marco Rubio, who wants to get rid of funding for it. Easy, <laughs> easy, 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 easy. Yeah, easy. that was a slam dunk, right? But these are the four things he thinks he can work on on a bipartisan basis. <sighs> Number one, legalize marijuana, period, oh, end of story. Legalize like, it. Like there's already data from states that have legalized it that opioid usage has decreased significantly, right. period, Boom. end of story. Just do it. It's like, like you know yeah they're you know allow the research to take place so that way they can figure out how to breed out the stuff that eats holes in your brain right period. like that'll 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 you know the answer to the answer to a problem you know yeah sure it creates a you know it's a different problem but it's a lot less severe problem number one and number two you let the science take place that problem will get fixed too period right. of the story Boom. it's you know like anything else smoking a bunch of shit is not necessarily a great thing for you it never has been it never will be but when you're looking at smoking weed versus fucking fentanyl i mean it's pretty cut and dry oh yeah and what weed has done for um oh my gosh brain disorders mm -hmm. is amazing my so friend his daughter had his daughter had 286 seizures a day and she's down to like one or two a month and that's a toddler that's mm -hmm. been given marijuana therapies i'm not quite sure how they give it to her but so it's a cbd therapy i think is what it is just it's incredible to think that that's people Tori. who have people who have uh people who've had uh things like oh it's 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 I'm, I'm it helps with parkinson's right i want to say it's parkinson's but i don't think it's parkinson's but basically like a like a shaking Cerebral disorder palsy uh, yeah. epilepsy yeah these things. people that people that have, are, are using it for cbd they've found that they're they they're not having issues i mean besides the pain management stuff i mean you know pain management 
the that side of it is fantastic and i agreed you know whether you're using rubs or whether you're using edibles like it works period in a story mm-hmm. you know does that mean that it's as effective as it could be no but I, let me tell you something it's a lot more effective than me eating fucking five ibuprofen a night yeah uh, you want to know what causes constipation five ibuprofen a night <laughs> you want to know you want to know what fucking destroys your your kidneys and liver five yeah. ibuprofen a night right. you know and at my worst i was taking like five ibuprofen like three or four times a day jesus wow. fucking christ you and were now causing maybe, more pain than you were in you know not really because no. i was in a lot of pain but it wasn't working the ibuprofen wasn't working well it was working but you know it was also doing damage to shit so yeah that's one of those things where it's like you have you know the trade-off is is like yeah do i have to use cbd yeah but does that mean that i'm not destroying my kidney or my liver also yeah yeah he also brought up mental health that Mm -hmm. he wants to expand on mental health and i keep thinking to myself and this is in the realm of police officers we're going to ask a bunch of people to en masse become something that they're not all qualified to do, you know? And like, so we're going to get some, a range of therapists, but we're not creating new therapists, right? In mm-hmm. masses, like they were calling on for four years, it's been take care of your mental health. Well, who are you going to turn to that person that's overstaffed or overbooked? You know what I mean? The person that doesn't have time for you because we don't have enough therapists. And the other thing is those apps that are jumping on the online therapy thing for a price. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of you, but if you're charging people, then you are not a resource for everybody because there's people that can't afford it. And if you don't have a sliding scale on the price ranges, then yeah, you're not helping anybody. You're just helping people with the means to get the help. So that, that bugs me, you know, I'd like to see an app that could, uh, somebody in jail or somebody that's homeless or somebody that's institutionalized in another manner for, you know, other indignities (laughs) could reach Mm -hmm. out and find like, because even if you're institutionalized and you have access to random therapy, you don't have a second opinion. Like everybody says you should always get. And so I wish, I wish there was an independent an ability for everyone to just get that verification or knowledge or information, but we well, don't have therapists on mass to do that. Well, you know? it's it, what it boils down to is, is that becoming a therapist is an expensive venture. Number one, of course, yeah. And then once you are a therapist, like any num- other number of doctors being, you know, being licensed is expensive. Right. And so, you the know, paperwork what, is overwhelming. So you, once again, you have to try and create vectors and mechanisms to either a attract people to come into the country to do those things, which poses a problem in and of itself, language barriers, especially when it comes to mental health is, is always tough, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's ineffective. I mean, therapy is therapy. If they are of all learn the same thing, it's just, you know, trying to make sure that you're communicating with the person that you're trying to communicate with and doing so effectively. If you're comfortable with them, right. I don't care who my therapist is, as long as I can, as, as long as we're able to work together, then perfect. That's all you need. That's right. That's right. But I'll tell you, I lean towards females. I'm not going to tell my problems to another man. Like to me, I just, I don't like it. Men to me are dismissive of other men, like suck it up. You're a man. You know what I mean? So I prefer women because women are more nurturing and they tell me what to do. And then I listen. Whereas if a man tells me what to do, I'm going to be like, who the fuck are you? You know? So, but that's me personally. I've had great male doctors. I've had great female doctors, you know, um, I will say that I've had more luck with, with, with women doctors than I've had with male doctors. Um, but that's not to say that I haven't had quality from both. And, and really it's, you know, I'm also one of those people, you know, where it's like, well, if I can't choose, I'll, as long as whoever I'm getting is good, I don't really care. So you can join like a group and just see the next person on the list. Yeah. So I can do that too. So, so, you know, to me, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, I try to make it a point where it's like, if, you know, like I will pick somebody and, and if they work out great, if they don't, well, I'll find somebody else. If it happens to be a dude, great. If it happens to be a chick, great. If it happened to be somebody who was trans, also great. I don't give a shit. As long as I, as long as the person that 
I'm going to sit down and work with is able to help me and I can build a bond with them in order to work on my issues. You know, part of, part of my realization that everybody is everybody. I had uh, heart palpitations and I had to go to the emergency room, right? And they were going to give me an EKG and this girl was helping me and I was just like in and out of it. But I opened my eyes and it was this uh, beautiful, just transgender person star uh, there was earrings and you know that just amazing and i just looked up and i was like thank you you're so beautiful to me you know and that we were good friends after that actually we talked mm-hmm. we texted because i did the, the, they said they had gotten so much hatred that that um patients have actually requested to not be seen by them and it just it was it made me feel so good that my instinct my initial thought was oh thank you and not oh no i think that's you know i think it's fantastic if if someone if someone like star is is number one brave enough to go into that field number two yes keeps themselves going in that field despite the amount of of discomfort and hatred that is going to be directed towards them yeah like you know shout out to you star we're a new generation of people advocating for rights that never were advocated for before. Like there was all, there's always been transgender people. It's just, they've had the resources to do something about that. And mm-hmm. like, they've been in the shadows, the same with disabled people. I keep telling people like 40 years ago, we were in institutions, we were shipped away. So we're the first generation to speak on these things and we're not all going to get it right all the time. You know? Well, and <clears throat> Like, but I love the fact that there's so many people trying so many people oh, that are absolutely. so nervously saying they like, you know, they right. want to get it right. And I love that. I love that. You know, and, and that's the thing is, is like, I don't give a shit who the person is that's treating me as long as they're, yeah. you know, a board certified doctor or nurse or whatever have you. Right. If they're certified, then who the fuck cares? You know, I, it's not my business. My only concern is whether or not I can build a connection with someone mm-hmm. who's treating me in any way shape or form it's like i've had nurses that you know i've had you know cis women nurses who've just been straight dismisses of me right i've had cis male that have been straight dismisses dismissive of me i don't really care is if i've got somebody who's listening to me and they're working with me to find a solution right i don't care who they are that's and 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 especially if they're certified i like what am i going to do no say no you're not certified despite the fact that they're there they are you can yeah. look them up they're not going to wipe transgender on your arm when they're drawing blood you know but what, I mean? what if I, but what if i catch <laughs> what if i catch the gay well no. then you're then you're lucky and you'll have a new perspective on life you know what i mean <laughs> like That's, what what i looked up at what I instantly saw was I felt like I was struggling and I looked up and saw somebody that I knew struggled like that before we even talked, the first thing I looked up with and I saw a star and I was like, Oh, you haven't had it easy either. And that put me at ease that I wasn't being judged for my mm-hmm. situation. And I liked that in the moment, you know, but I'm also very passive about I, I, people, I take at face value. You are what you tell me you are, and you get to be anything you want to be when you're around me. Like, even if you're a giant dick to other people, you get to be who you are around me to me i'll judge you on how you are around me you know mm-hmm. i'm the same person around you as around debbie as around anybody else in fact you know I one of the things it. that one of the things that people constantly comment on is you know they you know people will see the way that the two of us will interact with each other out in public and then you know they'll come over and they're expecting some you know lovey-dovey couple and we're still right. giving each other the same amount of shit and they're like <laughs> oh god you guys act this way at home yeah. yeah of course yep it's the same regardless <laughs> so you know uh, to me like the more people that we get into healthcare roles regardless of who they are yeah it's, yeah. it's going to be unfortunate that there's going to be people that that will turn away star because they don't like what they see right you know, it's it's no different than turning away a nurse because they're not pretty enough for you a doctor because they're not pretty enough for you right motherfucker are you saying you'd rather die because you know your eyes don't get eye candy fuck you but you oh you the, the weird thing is is you also don't know the finished product and i don't know how to say that in another way if you're if you're being seen by somebody a nurse 
or a nurse practitioner or a doctor, they could be transgender in the in the final state oh. of their transition and you would never know you know what i mean that nurse you know, isn't gonna walk in and be like hey i was transgender 10 years ago but now you know <laughs> well that's well and that's the thing is like you know it doesn't to me like i don't even care whether or not someone's passing or not it doesn't matter and i think that's you know that that whole passing privilege is a whole nother discussion that i have I can't even begin to step in. That's that's for people smarter than me who know more about this than me, who are more willing to dig into that than I am. Um, simply because I just, you know, I don't have the wherewithal to to discuss that. But what it boils down to is is that I don't, you know, we have to accept people for the certification that they have for the experience that they have for the training that they have. And it doesn't matter whether or not you think, you know, this person is going to be qualified because of X, Y, and Z. If they're, if, if they're certified in your state, then they're certified period end of story. And, you know, your only concern should be whether or not they work well with you as a, as a, you know, provider patient relationship, you know, when, when we look at why that is so important, you know, one of the issues that, you know, many men have had, many women have had, many non-binary trans people, gay people have had is, is that they don't feel like they are being heard when they get, when they're trying to get care. And if there's a group of people out there that I'm going to trust to be able to hear that cry for help, it's going to be somebody who's been crying for help, them, who had cried for help themselves, got it. And now are able to help others. I talked to Luna about the treatment she got when she was having her pregnancies and issues with it. And she was, she said she was diminished just as being a black woman with uh, a mental disability at the time, you know, and it's like, it's hard. And it's hard. I want to say for like the nursing staff and especially in ERs or in treatment centers, they get a lot of people that are very angry about being there. You know what I mean? I don't know why people are like, I need help. I hate you for giving it to me. And, but that's how it is. People in their crisis moment are just acting on adrenaline and instinct. And that's that lizard brain that I was talking about, you know, the bear brain that we have in our bodies that says fight or flight. And both of those look like the same to me. Yeah, man. So Congress is finally setting it up, dude. They're doing a discussion about um, banning lawmakers from trading stocks. And it that looks needed like, to happen. It looks like the meeting is going to be March 9th. Now, this is Thursday. I don't know what date that would be. It might have already happened. <laughs> but I think this is really neat. You know, They're talking about um, fixing the penalties for um, non-disclosure and eliminating it. The one bill is for... Congress, and then there's another bill. I'm trying to look in my notes that is Congress and spouses of Congress. And that just means putting it in a blind trust or not trading for the length of your term, <laughs> which I think is That's, cool. You know, like it's it's not that I don't think that Congress members should have should have investments uh, yeah investments i i just don't think that they as long as they're a member of congress they should be the ones in control of their investments or being a, or be right. able to can communicate about their investments like that's bullshit you know if you're going to do that kind of shit then you need to give all of us that heads up and say hey dump this talk agreed. You fucking pricks agreed i mean like Pelosi <laughs> was like hey we're gonna start making these microchips in ohio and i was like oh yeah so you already bought stock in this stuff right <laughs> Like, right exactly and, and that's where we're at now you can't promote anything good every bill comes with something that they've already invested in right exactly. let's invest in green technologies why because you just invested in shell because they're about to go into it you know that's right. my problem and yeah it creates a false start false stock market too by the way and that's why we had infrastructure week for four years every week is because it jacked up the gravel stock that elaine chow mitch mcconnell's wife was an investor in, and it's well sucks and remember you know remember when we had the the GameStop, you know right. stock market incident you know it wasn't that people were it wasn't that people were fucking pissed about you know the fact that they were pissed they were pissed that you know a bunch of fucking internet nerds figured out what the game was and they were able right. to manipulate it in their favor for a change i like it be a capitalist 
Exactly. And then, and, and then you had a bunch of, you know, fucking senators go, Oh, well we got to fix this. Why? Because it tanked Why? your shit that Did you're it? investing in. Did Fuck it? you. Who was investing in game stock? Because didn't it just rise as they did that? It didn't hurt me that they did that. Did it hurt you know, people investing in other things? Well, and that's just it is, is that, you know, it's, you know, the, the fucking meme stock of it all was great and wonderful. And it was hilarious. And I enjoyed right. it. But at the same time too, it's like the, the fact that these politicians were pissed was, is that, you know, they weren't pissed that this was happening. They were pissed that it could happen to them and you could I, go in and, and fuck up their value. Well, because the, the, whoever owned the GameStop had to back up the price, right? So they had to have, like, I remember that app I use. <clears throat> I can't remember the app, but they had to come up with money to back the trades that were going on with GameStop, GameStop and that was taking a lot of the resources away. Was it Robinhood? Robinhood, the Robinhood app. Actually, they eventually said yep. we're not, we're not going to cover GameStop transfers because we can't afford to back the price of it. So mm -hmm. I think that was the real issue. But it was, I mean, you're manipulating the system that other people are manipulating. Good for you, GameStop people. I hope you made a lot of money. You right. Know? But I just, oh, don't, I don't think they should, and I don't think people in power should be able to do that. I think they can have a mutual fund and put it in a blind sort of trust where it's being traded and trust somebody to do that. And even Absolutely. once in a while be like, Hey, what am I doing? Do you see any diversification in the future? But I don't think they should be able to use their, I think that the mutual fund coordinator should report it. If they, if they're like, Hey, by the way, do this, I think they should be reported. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Oh, defund the police, by the way. Don't defund yeah. the police. Wait, don't defund the police. I can't I can't remember my attention span. Joe Biden said something about defunding Not, the police. He, he, well, Biden was never never for defunding the yeah, police. Yeah, I know. I know. It's that a was, refund. You know, it's a refund. Refund the police. <laughs> refund the police. Wait. <laughs> well, know, I just think it's it's funny that one protester in a George Floyd um protest shouted defund the police and republicans were like that's what we're going to get them on and ever since then it's just stuck to every democrat even though no democrat ever said it you know you very few have actually and right well and there's some radical people that wanted it burned to the ground and built back up they weren't talking about getting rid of police officers but they wanted to get rid of the system because there's systemic right. institutional issues with it so i can see that some people just want right. to scrap it and start over other people want to fix what's there and that's, that's cool. and that's what happened was is that you know you you saw people scrap you know a large segment of their police you know force mm -hmm. and now they're having to hire it back on because you know they didn't actually have the resources in place that they needed right they didn't have the laws in place that they needed they didn't have jack shit in place that they needed like your police force needed to be continued at the same level and you needed to hire on your resources, your yes. mental health officers and things like that, get them up to speed, get them moving. And then as crime decreased, if crime decreased, then you could look at taking those officers and doing other things with them. Yeah. They're making more citizen panels and um coordination with police and stuff like yeah 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 it's just like the mental health it's the same with police officers we need a million police officers where are they at some point the you're going to degrade the quality of human that's applying for the job you know what i mean yep. that's my problem we're not we're not looking for quality we're looking for quantity and that's a real issue we need right. those mental health responders but who is going to go to police training and then further their education into mental health training to go back to live on the streets and solve domestic violence issues nobody mm -hmm. wants to spend their life in the shittiest moments of other people's lives you know very few people very few right. people have the ability to do that and i hats off to them yeah, but we need those people. We need to nurture those people. And I don't see any educational system in the making that's prepared to do that and to make them on a large scale. And by the way, when it comes to these mental health responders, they don't need to be Anglo white, right? Like right. this is a great position for legal immigrants to come in and have a role at, at, um, at this stuff. That would be great if we could have legal immigrants coming in to break up illegal 
issues without sending the people to ice that would be great to me because ice is horrible <laughs> i'm not saying you need to disband the border i believe you should i don't believe you should get rid of the officials on the border but you need to quality those people too like they're 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 bad they abuse a system that's already ripe to abuse so fuck you <laughs> sorry i'm really upset about immigration that's the one thing so joe biden the one thing oh, geez it took me a half an hour to get to this his, yep. his stance on immigration just made me sick like i literally almost barfed because i hate the republican stance on immigration so i have to turn to the democratic response which is constantly compromising with the republican stance to demonize migrants that's bullshit like we don't need to secure our border by diminishing the people that are trying to flee death and destruction we don't need to torture kids for profit we don't need to leave people languishing on the other side of the border so we can say it's secured fuck you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> like poland is letting millions of ukrainians in because there's a conflict next door we have like fucking haiti had this volcano this earthquake this tsunami hit it and we're like no no fuck you i like it just bugs me that we can't help people in need because well we want to compromise on border security just pisses me off so i don't know if you want to talk about that but that's what i my stance is i mean <clears throat> like the difference between you know ukraine and, and all these other things is people expect ukraine to get solved like people expect that russia is going to go away ukrainians will go back to ukraine that's the real answer right. whether or not that happens who knows that's 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 a grand question but the thing like you know where you have you know a population on the southern border who's you know trying to escape you know either corrupt the law or you know cartels it's like unless you have a plan to fix those this that problem is still going to continue and we've talked about that time and time again you have to actually fit, fix the root cause of the problem yeah. you don't want people just showing up at your border period end of story and i don't know that there's much else to say on that one no it's gross i mean sorry both sides shame on you it's gross so anyway uh, I saw a, a thread. Sorry, that was that was an add-in, by the way. If you look at my note, it isn't even in there, but it was something I was really pissed about. So, first draft news has this thing because they're talking about um, there's a rise in misinformation, Jeffrey, when it comes to the Ukraine um, storytelling on social media, right? And we wanted mm -hmm. to, I wanted to address that because I think we've talked about misinformation and disinformation before and they have some tips and i wanted to get your opinion on it right mm -hmm. so first and foremost be weary of the difference between misinformation and disinformation mm -hmm. and i think what they say it, it's intent yep okay good because i don't quite understand how to describe that i'm mm -hmm. just reading misinformation uh, misinformation is like you know you get something wrong on accident and then it just spreads. okay disinformation is you were intentionally spreading false information using specific language like so it's like missed i missed the mark <laughs> you know gotcha whereas this is like disinformation is like i'm legitimately you know trying to spread falsehoods okay and we're, think we're, of, we can think of propaganda as think of propaganda as disinformation propaganda is intentionally you know the spread of false narrative and news in order to, you know, do any number of things. Right. Whereas, you know, like misinformation, for example, would be like, you know, oh, you know, the Ukrainians shot down, you know, an SU, uh, SU 35. And it's like, no, they didn't shoot down an SU 35. They shot down an SU 25. Right. Okay. And like disinformation is we shot down a unicorn. Disinformation would be that, you know, there are no 20. there are no supply issues with the russian army <laughs> <laughs> right that that we are strategically parked because you know this is a, this is what we plan to do that's and so the Ukrainians, hilarious yeah. or you know even you know and here's the other thing too is is that there's been plenty of ukrainian propaganda too you know you know and and, and that's the the real threat about wartime is is that 
nobody's going to put out information saying, yeah, we're getting our ass handed to us here. Why? Because you don't want to fuck up morale. But at the same time too, like you have to take some of this news with a grain of salt. And that's, and that's where you have some significant issues. Like, you know, Western reporters like right now have, you've got like the mirror, for example, that's one or the daily mail, or even some U S news sources that are copying, pasting stuff out of, you know, say Pravda, which is one of Ukraine's papers. And some of that I'm like, "Mm, you know, I could really use some third party verification on that. And you never get it. Right. And that's and that's the issue is you're not getting any sort of verification that says, yeah, we've reached out to independent sources and we've confirmed or, you know, we've seen this video and, you know, we've confirmed, you know, the authenticity of it. And right. that's the that's the issue at hand is, is that misinformation and disinformation. Sometimes the authenticity is very hard to uh, is very hard to confirm. Misinformation is usually just somebody screwed something up. Right. But with disinformation, there it is intentional that you're unable to confirm some of these claims. And, right. and oftentimes there's a nugget of truth to them. Like for there's example, always a nugget. There's always a nugget of truth. If a good good propaganda will always have a, a nugget of truth to it, and sometimes good propaganda will mostly be based on the truth. I mean, right. the reality is is that the Ukrainians are are taking down a lot of fucking Russian armor and a lot of Russian aircraft. To what extent that's remain to be confirmed, but. That's yeah. and that's the real issue is is that you've got Russia saying, Oh, we've only lost this much, and you've got Ukraine saying, Oh, well, we've taken out X, you know, X, Y, and Z amount, and it's maybe somewhere in the middle, maybe closer towards Ukraine's side, maybe not. Maybe. And it's hard it's hard to say without you know having some type of asset being able to confirm that. And so unless you're getting independent reports from, you know, different uh journalists inside of ukraine that are you know embedded with a lot of these different soldiers sure it's hard to say not really a fact that's relevant like if you can't trust that fact it's one you can let go it doesn't really matter how many people on either side have died when you can see the destruction going on and misinformation to me is vladimir Zelensky being excited about being in the being anxious and excitable and having an adrenaline and saying ah it's crazy and somebody else being rational about the conversation his mm-hmm. mi- misinformation is exaggeration through ex- exhilaration i don't is there a bad word for that he's scared he's scared to death and he's shouting and sometimes people that are scared say things that exaggerate the true facts but it's real to them because he's being bombed he's being targeted he's gonna die if they find him you know i mean and that's just it is you know and that's you have to remember like intent and it really boils down to intent yeah you know his intent might not be to lie to us, but the, what has been given to us isn't exactly true. Right. Whereas, you know, disinformation is Russia, you know, Putin saying that it's a special military operation and it's a full scale invasion of Ukraine. And they're not going special, after Nazis. What the fuck? That's so yeah, weird. Yeah. Going after Nazis in a country that's led by a Jew. Uh-huh. And again, is, is, is Vladimir Putin lying or not? He's obviously lying because I had it. He's either stupid and thinks there's Nazis in Ukraine or he's smart and he's lying, right? It's one of the two. And well, either one, he's control, full of shit about it. And when you control the narrative within your own country, it makes oh it pretty God, clear which yeah. it is. They are locking down. And how do you how do you explain that? Oh, we're just locking down because we're doing the right thing. That doesn't make sense. Are <laughs> are Russians like wait? Oh, okay. We're doing a great job over there. And that's why you don't want to tell us like, why Mm -hmm. is independent news shutting down because it's propaganda that they can't, they can't go along with Russia told them either quit or stop using the war, the the word war or invasion. Right. And so that's what it boils down to is is, Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's where the problem is. And there's another one in the second is visual information, right? And that's a mm-hmm. big thing these days. And have you heard about that? Like this video technology that can actually fake video, video fakes, deep fakes, deep fakes. Yeah. So there's deep fakes. And then there's these pictures being put out with layers on them. And there's ways to look to, to check their authenticity, but have you seen this stuff like this? Oh, I've seen deep, plenty of deep fakes, you know, 
there's there's a lot of deep fakes out there you know uh mm-hmm. you know you look at some of the ones that were happening you know even just during our election cycle oh yeah where, yeah, where yeah. the republicans were putting out like videos of you know that showed pelosi slowed down and it looked like right. she was slurring her words you know it was that's so I mean, obvious though I mean, and, and that's the thing is like, look, do I like Pelosi? No, but I don't like the fact that you're lying about what's happening. Right. Did you see the Tom Cruise Paris Hilton video? Mm-mm. Oh, they, that's where the deep fake conversation came in because she posted a video eating breakfast with Tom Cruise and nobody could tell that it wasn't Tom Cruise. That right. It was just a fake. And then it was like, wow. And there's a couple on YouTube, a couple Russians, right? Or Russian animated individuals that are spreading propaganda and then they were caught as like fakes Mm -hmm. because she had two different earrings on it was like two different faces or something right together just so weird right public access america it's always funny because like especially because as you know libertarians we get a ton of shit even amongst other libertarians i think political philosophy is a lot like religion and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying the main the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because well we've seen how that's gone and you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way you know more dependence on connections with each other you can always bring it back to what would one human do for another what would a hundred do for a hundred people looking out for people find public access america anywhere you find your favorite podcast every sunday and thursday and join the chat on youtube at public access america every sunday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific communities looking out for community public access america history in the making making history in the making in the making in the making deep fakes are deep fakes are going to be a problem you know there it's a new part of the the disinformation tactic you know you're going to have you know as, as cgi has gotten insanely realistic and depending on how much know information you have on a person you can create a pretty damn lifelike looking you know cgi model right and depending on you know your ability to synthesize somebody's voice you're going to have the ability to uh you know make uh, this recording sound like somebody that you might know and 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 love i mean you've even got people who are such amazing voice actors that they could literally sound exactly like a person that you're expecting to be talking to and it's not them right so have you do you i don't know how to do this and i'm going to give you a second if you can running reverse image searches what is that like what 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 is that so reverse image searches there's a couple of different ways that you can do this i just don't know what it is like i've never even done it so there's a uh i want to say there's there's one called tinai and then there's one call and then google does reverse image shirts and essentially what you do is you download an image and then you go into google or this other program and it'll show you when it was first uploaded um you can look this up on how to do this it's it's actually pretty interesting but there's a couple of different ways that you know you can match up uh these images so for example um it'll look at things like metadata, for example. So it'll look at, you know, what, when the image was first created, if the image has been passed down a bunch of times, it'll, it'll look to see what the metadata is. The quality of the image might suck, but it'll sit down and go, okay, yeah, this image was first uploaded in 2013, for example, or what it'll do is it'll scan for, it'll, it'll scan the photo. Google lens is amazing at this and it'll look up any number of different parts of the photo like i use google lens for example for identifying plants you know if if there's a plant that i'm not sure of but what it can do is that it can also take parts of the photograph and go okay the first time that we saw this was you know 2012 or something like that and so you know reverse image searches can take a couple of it can go a couple of different ways there's there's different bots out there that can help you with this but the point is to figure out when when an image was first uploaded and you know whether it be part or the whole like and Mm -hmm. and as uh automation technology improves you're going to be able to see oh hey this image you know this part of the image was first uploaded in 2012 this part of the image was first uploaded in 2013 this whole image was first uploaded in 2021 you know and and that's where you know 
that's where reverse image searches come in handy. Like, especially as you're trying to backtrack who some of these individuals are. And it, it suggests there is this post. I'm going to leave a link to it. There's some suggestions that I don't like recommend and other things. They want you to archive this stuff. They want you to report it. They want you to share links. And I don't believe in all that kind of stuff, but I, I want people to at least recognize what, what, um, imposters are right oh absolutely so, so that's good and like because we do we do care about what we're seeing we want to believe our own eyes and so i like the idea of giving somebody information on how to at least check that basic stuff right and yep. what is it they have um what is this a red eye um extension red eye is one of the things yeah. they recommend red eye yep okay and then there's um, imposter accounts, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's fake people. And so I wanted to give some information at least about how to quickly just go through and see some of the things that you can see to see if they're an imposter. And the first one here is to check primary sources. So when they do have a post, check the sources within the post to see if the sources are valid. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. And then the next one, uh, are they on other social sites? Are they on other social media? Do they have social media linked to that account? And that way you can get a broader perspective on who they are. I think we'd both agree with that. Um, do they use the same handle on every um, platform that they have? You know, I don't, I try mm. and keep mine homogenous, but a lot of people don't do that if they're personal people, you know what I right. mean? Right. And really, you know, like, like, especially what it boils down to is, is like, sometimes you'll have like Reddit, for example, like to post in certain uh, subreddits, you have to have like a minimum karma amount. So you'll have relatively young accounts that post some pretty, you know, benign wow, things, oh, okay. not even they'll post some benign things to get their karma count up. And, ah. and, and then they'll move into posting other things. And it's like the only, you know, the posts that you start to see is like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's a bot clearly, or, or that's part of, you know, somebody's troll farm or whatever. Right. But you know, as you start to see sites get cut off, you start to see less and less of that. Right. Um, do you have an <laughs> wait, let's just get through this first contact information you can look for contact information from them but i'll tell you that in this day and age i don't put contact information on my stuff like because it'll get hacked it'll get attacked by trolls so i don't i don't know you can check their contact information if they're yeah. a business <clears throat> if they're a business or a journalist or something there might be other ways to verify but i would at that point if you have a question about it i just like, well, and that's and that's one of those things. Like, let's say that they have an address listed in Russia. What are you going to do? Are you actually going to go to Russia and be like, "Yo, right. knock, 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 motherfucker, are you actually this person?" Right. But if it's a if it's an account telling you vaccines are bad, and you look and you see it has an address in Russia, at least you know there's a manipulation there. You know, which case, you know, that's and that's a whole other issue at hand is is whether or not you can even you know for example there's some there's sometimes sometimes you can actually do ip lookups on 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 certain things and that'll tell you where it's being posted from it's a little bit more difficult to do it's a much more advanced technique but but a lot of the times what you'll see is you know especially sites like reddit they'll they they can kind of break down where some of these posts are coming from and they can they shut down a lot of bots cool I always think of mail. Like when I get a strange email, I click on the above name to see where the email is. Right. Cause I yep. get stuff like, Hey, Amazon bill. And then I look and it's like Joe Schmo 3421 at gmail.com. And I'm like, right. <laughs> I think one of the important things that people are going to need to recognize is that you're probably going to need to update some passwords here pretty soon. Like, especially always. if you're, Especially if you know you're used to having your passwords, you know, set it and forget it. Right. There's there's a lot of there are a lot of um, leaked email addresses and things like that. And so, as much of a pain in the ass as it is, you're going to have to go in and update some of these accounts so that way you can make sure that you know your whatever is out there 
mm-hmm. is, is going to be old and they're not going to be able to use your information to access it. So yeah. in times like this, I can't stress enough, you know, make sure that you're looking out for your own uh, information security. Yeah, I spend my mornings going through my emails and blocking contacts, you know, like uh, Subway. I can't I can't get off their mailing list. I just block the contact taco bell like on all these scammy things and now i'm getting notifications that other things were from the same lists that i've blocked so that's kind of cool i'm catching a whole bunch of scammers that way and i never knew how to do that with my emails and another thing is when they joined and this one i thoroughly agree with because bots will join and two days later have 10 followers and they will be all up in someone's shit you know <laughs> but when Absolutely. you when you click on the name and all you have to do is hover over the name and it'll show you how many followers they have when they joined and just don't give them any credibility don't talk to them they're just not real their job is to find out what annoys you so they can can you continue doing that so when you fight with them you tell them what annoys you and that feeds them just don't do it just block right. them and go on with life um who do they follow? I've done that. Like, who is mm-hmm. this account? We did that. I had a Afghanistanian guy, Afghan, Afghan, Afghani, Afghani male, tell me he was in real trouble. And I looked at his followers and it was a hundred mega accounts. And I was like, oh, snap, you know, and I didn't fall for that scam, but he wanted to be on our show. And I was like, no, because you are mega, you know? <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's a good way for me to separate. And then finally, um, you're going to see a lot of stuff about Ukraine, a lot of horrible things, and you need to take a break from this stuff. Yep. I think that's important. And I, I've been, I've been ignoring the news based on that. I mean, I'm sorry if you're going to show me more stories about the refugees, they're all the same story and they're all horrible and I hate them all, but Oh, I hate it. They sound the same to me. I'm sorry. It's just you're grabbing any Ukrainian to be on your on your news media. And it just irritates me. It's like, let's get somebody, not let's solve their problem. And media is horrible that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, any closing statements? Any recommendations? Any words of positivity? Get outside. If you can, get outside. Um, smell some air. Like, like especially like after the last two years we've all been trapped inside you know we've we've limited ourselves some of us have and if we've got to get a break from screen time realistically i'm gonna be doing that this afternoon and and it's it's important to it's important for your mental health and uh, you know especially in trying times to make sure you're getting away from the screen and getting more and 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 getting some good quality time in for yourself and i love that that advice is coming at the end of our two-hour live stream Mm -hmm. (laughs) i heard some great advice on a tv show that i i picked up i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's called the owl house and i jeffrey if you get a chance watch it like for me anime is the first couple episodes are all set up and plot settings and all this stuff and if i can get through that I'll enjoy the show and I never know mm-hmm. what I'm going to like, but this show is just adorable. So if you oh. get a chance, watch the owl house, but there was this scene where, you know, that one of the characters gives somebody a note and it says, try quitting. It's like trying, but a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> that goes with my philosophy. So try quitting. You don't have to hate everything. You don't have to actively fight everything. You can just quit and go on about your day. Yep. Thank you for listening to Public Access America. We love you. I love you, Jeffrey. I love your love whole family. You. I can't wait to find out next week what you did today. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and
nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. To public access America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams on YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Smart Radio Public. And Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.